CC. Welcome to the Controversial Conversation, The CC. I'm your host, W, and each week like this week, I'll be bringing to you controversial topics and discussions from yesterday and today. To weigh in on these topics, you can follow me at The Controversial Conversation on Facebook and Instagram. Now, this week, we'll be talking about generational curses and how they affect us, especially in the black community. There's many times where we hear about, you know, breaking generational curses and you know, trying to break the cycle. But one of these cycles I want to talk about where some cycles or some things that have been taught within the generational curses were supposed to be used for certain or in specific situations. And those certain situations, you know, could have been used as a just-in-case factor. And instead, those teachings became a part of our standard living, almost like a social norm. And because of things like this, it kind of changed the narrative of how things are, quote, supposed to be or versus what it really is. So here's an example, you know, just to paint a picture. It's the early 1900s. Everything is copacetic. You know, when we have a family here of a mother and father with two children, one son, one daughter. Father's out working and following what we call today as traditional roles, traditional gender roles. He's playing his part as well as the wife and the children. Then something happens um, that alters the flow path of what's going on in this family. And for this, we'll use the fact that, let's say, a war breaks out. And the husband is now called to pick up arms to fight for his country. And unfortunately... He doesn't return home. So now we have a widowed wife with two children. And now we have a situation of the mother having to step up to the plate and handle business and take care of home. So as you know, like when it boils down to children, we we as parents will watch our children grow. And when we watch them grow, a lot of parents don't necessarily realize that they are also watching us grow. So as a parent, the things that we say, the things that our children see us do, they absorb all of that. You know, whether it be conscious or subconsciously, they're taking it all in. Because them little jokers will turn around and say some things back to you and it's like, whoa, where in the world you get that from? You know, because they're evolving, they're coming into themselves, they're learning and they're just, you know, the things that they hear, they're just little sponges. Little sponges, and they're just taking everything that they see in around them. So now, going back to the situation and scenario, we now have a young girl that's watching her mother bust her ass to make a living for them. And the things that can be taken in from that is, you know, as a woman, you don't need a man. But just because you don't need a man doesn't mean that it's supposed to be done that way. So now mom is teaching the daughter that she doesn't need a man to make it in this world. Okay. And it's talked about as well as it's visually being seen by this child. And remember, like we just said, children are like sponges. So while this lesson should have been a backup plan of the teachings, it's now turned into something different. It's become an, the natural way and order of things 
in this child's mind that it's okay to be independent and it is okay but you have to look at the fact that this was a lesson that was supposed to been and in case shit goes sideways i can do it on my own if i have to but instead this just became the natural standard of life it's the primary it's the sole concrete foundation of who women have become today and it all started from a very unfortunate situation of the loss of a father so in theory the loss of this father has created what seems to be like a domino effect that has caused you know generational curse to follow today if a man quote does his part you know of the traditional old status you know he's doing what he's supposed to be doing but what what are the rewards of doing your job you know back then a man would go to work he run a farm bring home the bacon and and the rewards were what you know he get his food his sex he gets his respect while today those three things alone are hard to come by with just one woman you know i think it was chris rocket said it best you know women children and dogs are loved unconditionally but men are loved under the condition of what he can provide and bring to the table you see while men have priorities that we have or qualities that we have to provide or we have to do in order to be loved you know today with those three things many women can't even cook don't want to cook don't even want to learn how to cook sex gets denied left and right based on the emotional roller coasters of a woman's feelings respect is like a long gone and distant concept kind of like how pluto not being a planet anymore depending on what generation you grew up in and then today you have you know things like my body my choice the me too movement which are basically you know movements of empowering and uplifting for women you know and it's it's your free will and god-given right to feel that way you know however but if a man exercises his rights and you know quote free will of going out and getting what he's lacking at home then he's a dog he's everything under the sun with the exception of a child of god now don't get me wrong there are many women out there who you know they say that they are respectful or submissive and blah blah and so on and so forth you know but the question is is by whose standards just because one says that they are respectful doesn't mean that they are to the norm or the social norm for that matter. A woman can say she's being respectful while rolling her eyes and sucking her teeth. And to a man, she's not being respectful. She's being everything but respectful. But does it matter what a man thinks? No, it doesn't. An example would be like a woman can say that she wants a man that's six foot five and works out and makes a certain amount of money in order to live a certain lifestyle. And that's perfectly fine by, you know, woman to woman. Everybody could say, oh, yeah, that's perfectly fine. But the very moment that a man says he wants a woman who is five foot five and athletic build, he's immediately shut down and told that he's body shaming. You should love a woman for who she is. Wait a minute. So a woman can get what she wants, but a man has to settle for what a woman says that he wants. Let's let's explore that a little bit further. Women will get the opportunity to say, well, a man should love you for you. 
A man should do this for you. A man should, a man should, a man should. Okay, well, what is it that a woman should do for a man? And who makes that determination? The way society is going right now, women are making the decision for everything. If a man says he wants this, oh, no, 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 no. You shouldn't, you shouldn't want that. You should want what the woman has to give. Well, she can't cook. Oh, no, 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 no. It's okay. You can cook. Well, you know, she doesn't make any money to help out in the household. No, 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 no. You need to make all the money. And from there, it's like, well, where's the question of, you know, equality and fair? Well, oh, it's only fair and we only look at equality when it benefits them as a woman. The only thought process that matters in situations like this, it seems to be only women. But if a man says, you know, you're being disrespectful, but she feels as though she's being respectful, fuck his feelings. Fuck the thought process. How dare he try to correct her error? The desires of men are null and void when it comes down to women. I mean, what we want, it doesn't matter. You're a man. Suck it up. So now the question is, is where does all this come from? And this goes back to the. I don't need no man for nothing. That generational curse, something that was supposed to have been a backup plan for a just in case type situation has became the social norm of everyday today, modern women. So now you have women having this sense of entitlement to get what they want and fuck whatever a man wants. Some years ago, the what was the name? Steve Harvey had wrote a book, Think Like a Man, and in that book, he was talking about that a man should be able to do the three Ps, provide, protect, and profess. Provide, protect, and profess. And that's, that's, that's all cool, fine, and dandy, but what is it that women are supposed to do for men? Sit back and have their toes painted and do nothing all day while the man is out busting his ass, working, slaving for the dollar to bring home to you? No. It shouldn't be like that. And from there, I would take out the, the, the three F's that I got from Chris Rock way back when. Feed me, fuck me, and shut the fuck up. I mean, it's pretty much a fair equality for the situation. I mean, if I'm providing the, the three P's, provide, protect, and profess, why can't you feed me, fuck me, and shut the fuck up? Now, a lot of people will sit here and take the shut the fuck up part as, you know, oh, you don't want no woman to say anything. She shouldn't have a voice. No, that's not what I'm talking about. If a man goes to work and slaves while you're sitting at home doing nothing, when he comes home, he doesn't need to hear your mouth running all the damn time. Why you didn't do this? Why is this like this? Why can't you do this? Why are you this? Why? Da, 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 da. It's like, damn, shut the hell up. Can we get some peace? Can we get some quiet? Can I have a meal ready for me when I get home? Just, I mean, can I, can I get a piece of ass when I ask for it? I mean, equality. You want it when you want it. Why can't I have it when I want it? Peace is supposed to be a two-way street. That it, this situation is obviously one-sided. I mean, why can't we have what we want together? Why does it always have to be what you want? Or I have to think the way you think. Equality shouldn't be a thing that just comes around when it benefits you. Just because it's you. Just like the saying, beggars can't be choosers. While I understand that beggars can't be choosers and everything, but equality is supposed to be equal for all. I mean, yeah, there's plenty of situations and social injustices and so forth, but that's not what we're talking about right now. Between men and women, you get what you want. I should be able to get what I want. 
we should both be happy, not a one-sided level of happiness. While regardless of what happiness comes from within, but if you have a partner, you should be able to find happiness with your partner together as one. And this is one of those Again, generational curses, one of many, there's several of them, you know, that need to be looked at and adjusted, readjusted for that matter. If you're going to fight for equality, make it equal. Don't just pick and choose because, you know, it's what benefits you. You have to take a good look at both sides. You have to take the good with the bad. You have to take the pros with the cons. That's equality. And then it's like, why? Why do I have to take the good with the bad? Well, because it's fair and while i understand you know people have different points of views but you have to try to take the time out to look at it from another person's perspective not just your own it's selfish it's like you gotta you gotta lean not onto your own understanding in a household for balance when you was on with kids the balance with kids is going to be mother and father it's not just father it's not just mother it's both of them together combined everybody does their part for the greater good for the well-being and mental state of every body it's a balance we got to break these curses breaking these generational curses starts at home with what we are feeding our children and each other for that matter what we watch on TV are all and the things that they hear, they're absorbing it like sponges. We take them in as well as adults. We got to break these curses. And again, they start at home, breaking these curses, breaking these chain links that drag us down as a people, as a society, as a whole. Maybe everything can get a lot better. Maybe we can start understanding one another. And as Kendrick Lamar said, Maybe we should stop tap dancing around these topics. The CC. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Controversial Conversation. The CC. I'm sure this episode may or may not have pissed off some folk. Don't be mad. The CC is for entertainment and the views expressed may or may not be my personal views. But looking at it from a different perspective is all I'm doing. Almost like playing devil's advocate. Being more open-minded to things to be able to see another's point of view can be the beginning of a healing process. Remember to keep your eyes, ears, and minds open because you never know what you may learn. And no matter whether you agree with me or disagree with me, I respect your decision. But please, I still want to hear from you. Join in on the controversy and follow me at The Controversial Conversation on Facebook and Instagram. And once again, I'm your host.